Chapter 11 of Hawaiian Sea Hunt Mystery by Andy Adams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Peter Tomlinson. Chapter 11 Wharf Rats. Biff's father had concluded his conversation. Now you all know as much as I do. Now we move into action. Biff, you and Lee will be our ground forces. Lee's father and I will take over the naval side. You mean we're not going to the big island with you? Biff was dismayed. No, Biff, I want you and Lee to roam about Hannah. You both had a good look at Perez Soto. I'm sure you could describe him. Make a few inquiries. See if any one of his description has been in Hannah recently. Hannah is a very big place. I'm sure he was here yesterday, probably met with Tequato, to Tequato's misfortune. We'll check on him too. We'll stop by the police station, Biff replied. Hank, Mr. Brewster went on, our job is to rent a boat, a yawl about thirty feet. Biff and I can sail, and I'm sure you and Lee have handled boats all your lives. I don't want a captain or a crew, just a boat. Think we can rent one here? I'm positive we can, Tom. All right, then. Boys, you start your investigation. You're pretty good at it, but be careful. Meet us back here in time for lunch. I hope we can sail tonight. Biff and Lee went to their room and changed into shorts. Then they went out to explore Hannah. The mid-morning sun was bright. The sky was clear. It was a beautiful day on the island of Mai. The boys covered the small business section, stopping in a few stores, and asking if anyone had seen a man answering to the description of Perez Soto. They were becoming discouraged as noon approached. Let's go to the police station, Lee. See how Tokuato's condition is, Biff suggested. They learned that the wounded man was still much the same. It would be a close thing if he lived. Leaving the police station, Biff had an idea. Look, Lee, he said, frowning, we're going about this thing all wrong. If Perrette Soto kidnapped Dr. Weber and took him to Hawaii, he'd have to have a boat, wouldn't he? Sure, Biff, sure. Then let's head for the docks and find out if anyone looking like Perez Soto has rented a boat in the last week or so. Good idea, Biff. They headed for the waterfront. Suddenly Biff turned to his friend. Don't look back, Lee, he muttered, but I think we're being followed. Just walk along as we're doing now. When we get to the middle of the next block, you leave me. We'll shake hands, then you cross the street. Go into one of the stores. Find a place where you can see out but can't be seen from the street. Keep a sharp lookout. Lee's face showed his excitement. I get you, Biff. You want me to go to see if someone keeps on following you. That's right. I'm going to continue on down the street another few blocks. Then I'll cut back and meet you in front of one of those stores. Look sharp now. The boys solemnly shook hands. Biff clapped Lee on the shoulder. Be seeing you, he called loudly, when Lee had reached the middle of the street. Then Biff continued his sightseeing walk along Hannah's main street. He desperately wanted to look behind him, but he knew that to do so would spoil his plan. He walked three blocks, stopping every so often to stare into a window. If he was being followed, he wanted to give Lee plenty of time to spot his pursuer. Toward the end of the street where the business section left off and the residential section began, Biff cut across the street 
then started slowly back to his rendezvous with Lee on the opposite side. He saw Lee in front of a small store standing under a brightly coloured awning. Well, did you see anything? Biff asked. I think so, Biff, but I don't know for sure. There was a man maybe one hundred feet behind you. Every time you stopped, he'd stop too, and sort of step into a doorway in case you look back, I guess. Then I was being followed. Gee, Biff, I thought so at first, but then this man turned into a side street before you reached the end of your walk. How could you tell that from inside that store? Oh, well, I stepped out into the sidewalk so I could see better. Once you got down to the next block, I couldn't see you through the window any more. Biff smiled. I was being followed all right, Lee. But how can you be sure this man didn't keep on following you? You know why, Lee? Because when you stepped out onto the sidewalk, the man spotted you. He had seen you with me, and knew you had planted yourself in the store just to check and see if he was following me. Lee's face fell. Gee, I'm some detective. Charlie Chan would box my ears, as he was always doing with number one, son. I'm sorry, Biff. Don't let it get you down. Let's go find out about boats. If Lee had flunked his first detective test, he more than redeemed himself on his second. At the waterfront, the boys spotted several signs announcing boats for hire. Let me see if I can find a Kamaina, Lee suggested. I could talk to him. He might even know my family. Then I could find out a lot. Go ahead, Lee. Good idea. I'll take a walk out on that dock and wait for you. Biff stood on the end of the pier, scaling small seashells into the water. He could see Lee going from place to place. At a nearby dock, Lee took much longer than at other places where he had inquired. Biff could see him talking to an old Hawaiian, bent of body, wearing a floppy sun hat. He saw Lee look in his direction and signal for him to come over. Proud excitement shone from Lee's face as Biff came up. "'I've got big news, Biff,' Lee exclaimed. This Kamaina has told me just what we wanted to know. He's an old man, speaks no English, but he says he knew my father's family many years ago. Yes, but what about Perez Soto? I'm coming to that. The old timer says he didn't rent any boat last week, but at that dock up there, Lee pointed to a dock about 100 feet down the shore, a Malinini, that means a newcomer, rented a big power boat about five days ago. He can't remember the exact day. He's old, I guess, and kind of forgetful. But he thinks it was on a Monday. That would be last Monday. That was the day Dr. Weber had disappeared. Good going, Lee, Biff exclaimed. And you described Perez, Soto? I sure did. And the Kamania says he thinks it was the same man. The man came to him first, but he didn't have any boat big enough to suit this man. Well, Lee, I think we're getting somewhere. I want to try one more thing before we go back. I want to make sure I was being followed. I think it's important to know if any of Perez Soto's men are still in Hana. Why would they be, Lee demanded, if Perez Soto and the doctor are on the big island? Don't forget about Tokoato. I'm sure Perez Soto would want to know if Tokorana recovers enough to talk. What are you going to do? I've got a trick up my sleeve. If someone is following me, it might be because he thinks I might still have that letter. Biff took out his address book and tore paper from the back of it. 
You know, he might be just stupid enough to think I was still carrying the letter with me. Guess he'd have to be plenty Lolo for that, Biff. Plenty Lolo? What does that mean? It means dumb or stupid, Lee replied. Biff grinned. He took a pencil and scribbled a word on the paper. Then he stuck the paper in his hip pocket on top of his handkerchief. We'll walk over to that boathouse, Biff said. Halfway there, he stopped, pulled out his handkerchief and wiped his forehead. As he did so, the paper fell to the ground. Come on, he muttered. The boys entered the boathouse. They pretended to examine the boats, allowing themselves several minutes. Guess we've given our pursuer long enough if we are being followed, Biff decided. They came back out of the boathouse and retraced their steps. At the spot where Biff had pulled out his handkerchief, he stopped again and looked carefully about him. We've been followed all right. The paper is gone, Biff said to Lee. What did you write on that paper, Biff? Lolo, Biff said, and the boys burst out laughing. Time had slipped by much faster than Biff and Lee realized. It was mid-afternoon when they got back to the hotel. Guess I've been so excited I forgot about eating, Lee said. But am I ever hungry now? I could eat my way through another liar, Lee, Biff agreed. At the front desk of the hotel they found a message from their fathers. We're checking out the boat. Biff's father had written, and getting supplies. Wait for us. Biff and Lee had a late lunch, took a small siesta, then had a refreshing swim in the hotel's pool. It was growing dark when Mr. Brewster and Hank Mahanelli came back. We've got the boat, Biff, and it's a real honey, as trim a craft as you ever want to see. Where is it, Dad? Biff wanted to see the boat. Tied up at the municipal wharf. Know where that is? Sure we do. We were down there this afternoon. I wonder how we missed you. Biff then told his father and Mr. Mahanelli what he and Lee had learned. I felt sure it would be Perez Soto. And he rented a powerful cabin cruiser? Mr. Brewster asked. That's right, Dad. Lee's Hamania friend thinks it was the Monday Dr. Weber disappeared. It all adds up. We can't get to Hawaii fast enough now. Are we leaving tonight? Biff asked. About ten o'clock. Have to wait until then for supplies to be delivered. Gee, is it all right if Lee and I dash down to the dock and look at the boat? Sure. You'll have time, but don't stay too long. We'll be having dinner in an hour. Biff and Lee started for the door. Hey, Mr. Brewster called. Don't you think you ought to know the boat's name? It's the easy action. It was growing dark when Biff and Lee reached the dock. There was the trim craft painted a bright white with a golden arrow trimming its sides. Its two masts swayed gently from side to side in the gently rolling water. She's a beauty, all right, Biff said to Lee as they approached the boat. Come on, let's go aboard. Biff felt Lee's hand on his arm, restraining him. Hold it, Biff, Lee said in a whisper. I think I saw someone on the boat. Let's duck behind these pineapple crates. The boys secreted themselves. They peered intently at the yawl's portholes. There was barely enough light to see. There, did you see that? Biff nodded his head. They had seen a white-clad figure flash by one of the portholes.
End of chapter 11